Ready, Jane? I'm ready. Okay. Undapara yachin. Go to the end to the shin. Pak to the kyung to the chu. We have a little bit of a different setup this episode. Yes. Because we have our first in-studio guest. Ellen, do you want to introduce her? And might I just say, we once promised our listeners a Netflix star. Uh-huh. We sure did. We, a live show with yes. a Netflix star. And, you know, that fell through because it wasn't really a Netflix star. It was more <laughs> like a reality star. And was it really a star if you don't get picked to be the winner? Mm. <laughs> James We're like, still Ellen, sour let's about move it. it. Along. Yeah. Um, but we have a true Netflix yes. star of a show. Mm-hmm. And she is here in the studio with us. And we are so honored. Kimmy! Yay! Rutledge! Did I say that right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Kimmy Rutledge. And yes. you may know her from the recent Netflix series. Breakout um, show. Yes obliterated yes thanks for having me yes thanks for being here well i didn't know that you were local yeah and that you were right back here after after the show released yeah i've been living here ever since and before but i didn't know that (laughs) because kimmy and i did uh stand up together and she was like my little baby sister when we met you were fresh 22 yeah i was a little baby you were a baby and now that sounded, you still, sorry, that, you that still look twenty two. Huh? She still looks twenty two. You Thank look you. absolutely yes. twenty two, but you've you. grown. You're twenty six. Yes. You're oh. <laughs> the way I set that up was I know. I thought she sound be thirty or something. Um, now I know, I know. You're she's forty seven so more years. You're still sprung in your twenties. Yes. You yes. you you look amazing. Thank you. But you've I mean, from when I first met you, because I've known you. You're just like this blossoming breakout star oh, of a Netflix show now. Thank you. I felt like I didn't know how to act when I saw it. I was like, oh, my God, what is this A-list doing hanging out with us? I love you. I and mean, does it feel yeah. weird for you? No. I mean, yes, a little bit. But I feel ultimately normal. Like I the, same the same me. I feel oh. the same yeah. me. And I think it's more the people's reactions. Yeah. It feels a little. Oh my gosh. How has that hometown reception been? Oh, it's been so warm yeah. and nice. And people have been so supportive. So, so I supportive. feel yeah, really supportive. Like me. Yes, Biggest like cheerleader. <laughs> yes. I've got my cheerleaders. <laughs> yes. Because when we, me and Kimmy, you saw audition for the same roles. Mm-hmm. And Kimmy would always get them, <laughs> I and I would, that. I would, I would watch it. And I was like, I got a callback for that, but this bitch got the job. <laughs> but I never, I, I was telling you before, I was always so proud mm-hmm. because you're like, when I wonder what would the younger, fresher, <laughs> funnier <laughs> me be, you, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, true. that's so cool. <laughs> Ellen, you're so funny. Uh, I love. I we go back. I went to her show. I brought my parents. Oh, her parents to her show, her mm-hmm. comedy show. It felt like meet the parents. I was like, yeah. oh, like, and I, you know, I, I, I can't imagine my parents being at my comedy show. Right. So when I saw your parents, I was like, 
inner child oh. healing. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I was, and they were so happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've never seen such happy parents. They oh, were having comedy. a good time. They, they were having comedy. a good mm-hmm. fucking time. And I was like, yeah, who does this? Yeah. Who does that? That no. was yeah. amazing. I'm lucky. I know. They, they are huge comedy fans. And oh, I grew up in a awesome. big comedy house. So mm. I feel really. You are a comedic being. Like, yes. yeah, just the way you talk, your energy. Thank you. I felt like when, the first time I met you, we were on the same wavelength yes. of like, mm. we don't mind being corny. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're, 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 we cackle funny. It's, <laughs> it's a vibe. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like that was, um, that's why a lot of your lines in, obli- in obliterated, move it. Um, just we're pretty natural because yes. you got a lot of the the punch lines and the totally. quippy remarks, and it kind of felt like, yeah, that was because some of the lines were um, like a little cheesy, maybe intentionally so, but like yours, yeah, her character, yeah, it felt like you wrote the character. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Like it felt <laughs> so natural to you. And you know, Kimmy, you were amongst like I I, I recognize faces yeah. a lot. Um, and all the people on that show, I I've seen them all. Like yeah. I saw that the guy that um is the bomb uh Yeah, see Thomas Howell. Yeah, he Tommy. was in um uh what's that criminal minds and he was like one of the biggest villains in criminal minds. I was like, Oh my god, I can play so mm-hmm. they've been in the business for yeah. years. Yeah. And you're hanging out with veterans of like that have been in the game for so long did that feel did you feel a little like pressure oh absolutely yeah i would imagine i came onto that set definitely the rookie and Uh i felt like okay i have a lot to prove i don't want netflix to regret you held your own you You fit the role like a glove like you when you read the role i mean what what made you go for it Mm-hmm. And then as you were in it, did you feel like, okay, this is like, I can embody this role? Yeah. I think what made me go for it was the audition scenes were so fun. Mm-hmm. And, and normally, uh, not to shade any other type of genre, but normally the auditions we get are in a boardroom or, yeah. you know, it's yeah. a crime procedural. So right. it's, it's kind of. It's ugh. very stiff. It's hard to imagine. It's yeah. like, like corporate yeah. commercials yeah. in this in yeah. Seattle area. That's a lot of the work that comes in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think this was so crazy and so comedic and yeah. so balls to the wall that I thought, oh, this would be so fun to shoot because really my number one priority is to have fun. Uh-huh. And so with these auditions, I was like, I'm just going to have so much fun. Yeah. And I think that's what drew me to it and also that it was comedy. Uh-huh. Such comedy. a right attitude. Yeah. I think that's why you booked so many roles because for me, I was like, another audition. <laughs> I got to take my kid. To- I better get something out of this. I feel like I had the wrong attitude because like when mm. you're a mom on a time crunch, sure. everything feels like a chore. Yeah. But that. That's the mentality mm-hmm. you need to have to like enjoy what you're doing. I feel it right. comes with youth. Well, it's definitely a privilege, I think, to have that attitude. And I know it's hard to maintain, but mm. I it's definitely I feel privileged yeah. that I have a good family and you, I'm you I'm have a good life mm-hmm. so I can afford to if I'm well, it fosters the freedom to be creative, yeah. to yeah. have fun yeah. and it's so refreshing to hear that coming from an Asian American woman because mm-hmm. so many times we hear the stories of like not getting that kind of um, upbringing. Yeah. So it's totally. nice to see and hear your story where you're like, I had that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't, 
we, you know, like I'm, and it's like kind of like a case study of look what happens when you yeah, have Yeah, you're, you're, right? you're what happens yeah. when parenting goes well. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I, I have to shout out my parents because they definitely fostered uh, like an artistic, creative yeah, environment. And, and so the minute supportive. I met them, you, I yeah. could feel that. And um, well, the they fact were, that they would come with you to a comedy show, yeah. they right? were just like, uh, they felt like friends, yeah. almost like, yeah. oh my god, can you? I can't believe she's doing this. I was like, <laughs> I can't believe you're here. But that was that was beautiful to see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell us about well, tell us about the show, the yeah. premise of the show, and then your character. Yeah. So the premise of the show is basically a team, uh, a special forces team of uh, the top of each sort of different like NSA. I'm mm-hmm. part of the NSA SEALs etc. are coming together to try to find and deactivate a nuclear bomb that has been planted under <laughs> Las Vegas. Yes. In a nutshell. Think, they think they found it. Yeah. And then they celebrate. They're all intoxicated. A bunch of drama goes down, realize it's actually a fake nuke, and they have to go find the new one in eight hours. Oh my goodness. So the yeah. entire, sorry, entire first season kind of unravels in those eight hours yes. yeah so it's, it's the like same yes. night yes. you have to go it's hangover but you have to go find a nuke yeah yeah <laughs> exactly yeah they say it's hangover meets 24 so yeah it's 20 oh that's 24. a good yeah. one yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and the i think what was so funny was that the stakes are so high yeah. and you guys are all so high yeah. or like under yeah. the influence and then different things start to happen because different things kick in yeah yes. yeah that was it, really fun. Yeah. I think having the high stakes constantly uh-huh. was really propelling as an actor because mm-hmm. you have something life or death yeah. kind of as a motor. What is your drug of choice? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that too blatant? Uh, I don't do drugs. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> but if we're, well, weed is legal here. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. But I wouldn't say that's mine. Okay. Because I've never known you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've never known you to be like a big drinker or anything. No, I'm not a big drinker. Um, you know, I partied a lot in my youth with. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I just learned that from somebody. <laughs> I partied a lot in my youth, and I think I was an early bloomer, and so um, I got a lot of that out when yeah. I was young, which dangerous mm. but i was not like a curious explorative yeah. kid mm-hmm. and then when i got to my 20s and everyone was starting to do a lot of wow. stuff wow yeah. that's I was so, so interesting was that because you burnt grew up in japan <laughs> well i was only there till i was five i oh. it was mostly i think it was the circles i ran in we mm. just went to music festival we just did a lot of partying a lot of oh. raves yeah. i just burnt out quickly and so when i was in my 20s i thought I was kind of had this mindset of okay i'm just gonna grind i'm just gonna work mm. oh because wow I just didn't you it already got it. Anymore. Okay, so there's another, you know, I'm taking notes. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> start your kids prepared. on drugs early. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what? Uh, no? Okay. Early exposure. <laughs> let them Well, let we're them part explore. of the millennial, you know, we talk about this a lot of yeah. the dare generation. Right. right. Just say no. And so, yeah, I don't know how well that's worked. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, it was always if I was ever going to use drugs, it had to. I mean, I really had this mentality of I better know all about the drug. I, it better be tested. It better yeah, be, yeah, right. I better know who I'm getting. Like, yeah, there was a you lot of very safety. thorough. Yes. It was you, very you, thorough. No, I, you always struck me as a very <laughs> thorough person. Yeah. And one of the things that I knew you did well was that you fucking memorized the shit out of those scripts, right? <laughs> like, yeah. she, is, you are a nerd. Yeah, like, yeah I'm I'm a nerd. very yeah. technical. I mean, yes. very in line almost with the character that you play yes. on the Definitely show. Definitely very nerdy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not nerd. 
nerd though. Hot. Thank you. There, there's like the revenge yes. of the nerd I mean, nerd. Yeah. And then there's like the now nerd, yeah. which is like hot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're the hot nerd. Yes. I used to not uh be I used to just be the nerd. So it's refreshing to hear. Thank yeah. You. What is that like? Because you know that. Yeah. You were the nerd. I was like the nerd. the actual mm-hmm. nerd. Yes. And now you feel like the hot nerd. What is that it's like? like? A superpower, yeah, probably. I think there's always that. I, and I don't know what you guys looked like when you were kids, but uh, I always feel like. I was a nerd, too. I was a complete really? nerd. Yeah. Okay. I wore hand-me-downs. I, I, people thought I was a boy because I had a bowl cut. <laughs> Um, I, I was the loser kid. So I feel like that always is in the back. It's in the, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it feels like there's always that inner child. Yes. You always feel like, yeah. like her. Yeah. 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 So yeah. you might look in the mirror and be like, oh, I, 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 yeah. I'm, be- I'm beautiful, right? But then there's that little voice. Oh my gosh, that's, I, at 40 fucking two, I'm like, yeah. hey, I don't look that bad. It's <laughs> so sad. Like, I don't think I'm ever pretty or anything, but I'm like, mm. Maybe I'm okay. Mm. Like, and that's sad, right? Kind of. But it's so common. It's really common. It's common. It's common. Yeah. Yeah. And I think especially for um, Asian American girls growing up here where you didn't see that. And, you know, you didn't, we didn't see that on TV um, and movies growing up. No. No. Well, but we had, we had the old school Asian, Asian parents that were like, keep yourself humble. Sure. But you have parents that were very like how did they did they nurture like you're beautiful kimmy you're you're your own like how did what was your upbringing i would say with my looks and body i struggled a lot with my mom in that department and that's where the asian that's where the asian upbringing <laughs> oh so that you did so still get that we struggled yes still got that yeah but in, in terms, what in what way mostly i think it was keeping up appearances oh okay. say, hey, uh, stop, you're gonna get yeah. Like, like yeah kind of the Act, a little yeah. bit of a policing yeah yeah, yeah. self-control so, yeah, yeah a little bit and i think that leaked into sort of and it wasn't i'm not just blaming my mom but i think no. there was a whole culture behind yes. that of course yeah, yeah. It, it's just so common and so i think we were coming from Japan, and so a lot of these attitudes, I think she was bringing straight from Japan. Mm-hmm. And I had to keep reminding her, we're in America, Mom. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I can, you know. Yes. Let me live! Yeah. But I know that she was just projecting, like, a self-image sure. onto us. Yeah. So she was like, what are... I know that she was thinking, what are people going to think uh-huh. if you start to let yourself go about me as a mother? Uh, so I, I know yes. now that it wasn't really about me. It was yeah. Like, no, it, just right. wanting to be a good mom yeah. and right. feeling pressure. And, yeah. Um, so I, I totally forgive her for any of that, but I definitely felt this pressure. I think even at school, kids are just mean. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and did you get bullied? I did a little bit. Yeah. Not, not like head in the toilet bully no but just I, same yeah insult like um, uh, come up to me to be like you're fat and ugly uh, and yeah yeah you know yeah. just the yeah the typical yeah the typical stuff, stuff. yeah but I was which can sensitive. be very damaging and internalized yeah yes yeah yeah and i internalized it so much because i was so sensitive mm. and then and then hearing it having the cultural aspect so having it at home and then having it at school and yeah. then having it in my head i think yeah. i just never felt beautiful or or good enough mm. and so that really manifested in me really controlling my eating and, yes. and struggling with that. So mm. I feel liberated from that now oh, yeah. as an adult. I think yeah. that's a very relatable experience yeah. Yeah. yeah, for a lot of women, a lot of Asian-American women. Totally. Yeah. And I was never um, very skinny. I was also had a bit more oh, meat on my bones. Same. Yeah, yeah. Same. I always had a bit more meat on my bones. So I think yeah. that also was hard to reconcile was oh like yeah how fit into the i know i mean you don't fit into what we see as like the american standard of beauty yeah, no. and and not to the japanese or korean exactly. standard of beauty where so they're 
like thin and yeah. even now yeah. even now yeah if you go yeah. to korea yeah. now you're like well you're kind of fat there but here you're not really exactly skinny yeah right you're where are it's like that whole you know yeah you never feel like you fit in or belong mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anywhere yeah. and yeah. that's yeah. sort of our existence that we talk about so much in america like you're not really american are you like that concept yeah. mm-hmm. follows us even and you know even as we sit here and talk about what a wonderful upbringing yeah. you had, yeah. right? Like it's still, ah, how do we, you know? But but then again, yeah. people could look at you and be like, "You're a success story, though." Right, right, <laughs> yeah. And it's all relative. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I'm and I do I do feel very like fulfilled and successful, yeah. but that also goes up and down mm-hmm. so easily, right? Especially in that industry, right? Because oh, yeah. the work is like never like steady. It's yeah. so. Unless volatile you're at a certain level yeah it's so up and down and so it's finding a way to ride the highs and the lows yeah. in, a, in a graceful way yeah. have you had any like haters like jealousy that people oh, that's a good question um not to my face but you felt I it i think um i mean i've had people make comments that i felt i i one of my mantras is don't take anything personally. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I say that to myself. So it's all so time. You have easier to remind said it. Yeah, than it's so. Yeah. I, I take yeah. everything personally. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard not to. <laughs> it's hard not to. But there are a lot of things where I think someone said something, and I, and it could come off a certain way. And I, think, what did they say? Tell us, Kimmy. I don't even really know exactly. But what there, was the gist? But there's there's some people sort of attributing my success to other things. Mm. Or, oh, you know, fuck them. Kind, kind of not knowing. How I would hard tell I work. you, yeah, you, yeah. I knew you were a hard worker. I knew you were working mm-hmm. your ass off. I knew you, you were explosively creative. Mm. Thank you. And and I knew that about you. You had abundance and energy, oh. which is why I can truly look at you and be like, ah, that bitch deserves it. <laughs> like I, I truly never felt jealous towards you because i knew you were working your butt off mm. and so um for if if you ever hear that you should have that me saying yeah. that in your head fuck them <laughs> yeah because you you worked your ass off you were she was i always knew to be up to be doing something uh-huh. like the you know that thing what is it 48 hour filming in yeah. seattle that thing like yeah. you were always you were always working i think there's some i think i have some control issues so i think Constantly training. Oh. <laughs> <Your sister>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we found out that we're both the eldest. Yes. Yeah. Of three. So, yeah. yeah. We've had to play that role. It comes mm-hmm. very naturally to us. Absolutely. Yeah. And you, so I think that is a way for me, like constantly working, constantly mm. training. It, it gives me a semblance of control yeah. when everything else feels so out of my control. That's key. Semblance of control. Yes. Right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. See, I just give up. <laughs> I'm like, you doing great. Yeah. Hey, I would rather just take a nap right now. <laughs> and oh my God, my house is a disaster. Yeah. But I'm like, you know what? I'm keeping the children alive. Yeah. I, I'm, but yeah. I'm trying to learn how to do more of that. That's exactly what I say every yeah. time this com- comes up. And it's like the, the difference is you're able to take that nap and I'm up. Think I I might be in bed, but I'm thinking like yeah. no exactly. I no yeah. I too am in bed and I can't actually sleep. That's because okay. that, that's anxiety. <laughs> All right, but right. but you know, you you both I will tell you this because she says this to me all the time. You both are so as your elder, <laughs> as your unnie. Um, I'm I I think you both are so 
two people that I am so very proud of. Mm. In, and it's so wonderful to see. And I've always felt like if I could tell a younger me to just, you're enough. Mm. Yeah. You're enough. You yeah, get to relax. I love it. You're enough. Yeah. That's what I would tell me. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you would tell that to yourselves too. Yeah. And it's, it's so simple, but ugh, it's, it's we're so hard, mm-hmm. especially Asian American yeah. women. I feel like, God, that that feeling of honoring our culture and fitting in, finding the balance mm-hmm. with American culture yeah. and not being minimized. Yeah. It's it's such a balance. It is. It's Did you take with you any of that like internalized feeling like, oh, I have to represent or Yeah. Yeah, you definitely. Did? I think that's always sort of running in the back of my mind. Mm. And I think it's a privilege for say like a white actor or actress to not have to have that and yeah. sort of focus on, on the craft. Yeah. And and I think and I, I can't speak for all um actors of color, but it does feel like you inherently are representing yeah in some way mm-hmm. whether you want to or not. Right. And I actually I want to, but yeah. but you don't have a choice. So right. you have to always be thinking about it. And some that. people don't, and that should be fine. Right. right? Yeah, some people but don't. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I always felt really tied to my culture. Mm. I always felt like that was really intrinsically part yeah. of who I am. Yes. So it didn't feel like something I could, like, I could divorce from. Yeah. So I was always happy to be Asian American. I always felt proud of that. Yes. And you were, you always made that, like, I mean... Like, I could sense that in you. Yeah. You're fluent in Japanese, yeah? My Japanese is so rusty. But, yeah, I grew up speaking yeah. it. And From what I know, I remember you being fluent, I thought. But, um, but. Don't uh, test me. <laughs> so How rusty. Could I? <laughs> right. We're Koreans yeah. that didn't learn Japanese. But, no, um, I yeah. always, I sensed that yeah. about mm. you. Your culture was such a part of you. Oh, totally. So, but some people don't know right off the bat that you're Asian American. No, they usually think I'm some other race. Yeah. I've gotten a lot of different yeah. Um, you, well, and if we're going to be like, you know, in the industry, yeah. you're sort of the golden ticket because you're ethnically ambiguous. Right. Like that's the. Right. But what's interesting is a lot of the roles I would go out for that were specified for Asians or ethnically ambiguous, I would watch them later and went to a white girl. So oh, it's interesting. Yeah, that is really interesting. Yeah, statistically, it's still overwhelmingly white. white. Mm. And so I think there is definitely moves mm-hmm. and people trying to represent, but it's it's still really underrepresented. Yeah. 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 And mm. you're out there doing it. Mm-hmm. What does that feel like? <laughs> it feels, I mean, I feel really grateful. I feel yeah. really grateful that I get to be doing this. And it's the right attitude. That's yeah. so great yeah. to hear. What, yeah. if anything, was like the most challenging part of of doing the show and That's this gig? I think the hardest part. I think the hardest part, honestly, was not not necessarily the work itself because I was so gung ho about doing it, and I don't think I had any self consciousness yet. I think the hardest part was actually so for the role I really wanted to physically show insecurity mm-hmm. and so I slouched a lot on purpose I yeah. kind of made myself look yeah. um homely as much as I could I did mm-hmm. not want to be like you know it yeah. doesn't make sense for the character yeah. um so I was slouching a lot and kind of going small and I would notice when I went home I would f- that energy would sort of carry with me home oh, yeah. wow. so I'd have to go in the mirror and like 
put my chest back and say affirmations in the mirror wow. to sort of offset so the like I'm not energy. that girl. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. I'm still. That's yeah. a role yeah. I play. Because yeah. you know why? Because you played it so well. You oh, did. Thank you. Yeah. You did. yeah, and we've uh, maybe it's because we kind of all talked about being re- relating to your experience growing up, but. Yeah. Um, that was very relatable. It's like everybody, I could see myself in tech girl. Yeah, you yeah, wore right? a back brace. I did wear a back brace, yeah. Did you have scoliosis? I did have scoliosis, yeah. yeah. I yeah. forgot that you and mentioned that. I was that. like the nerdy girl yeah. with the back brace and, yeah, yeah um, over overlooked or feeling overlooked, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. I think that's a feeling... And I'm so glad that was relatable. Mm. And it's a feeling I can definitely relate to, yeah. Yeah. too. And that's probably why it was hard to pull it off when you got mm-hmm. home, because uh, there were things it was that real. you, it yeah. Was yeah, you real sank your teeth point. into yeah, it, totally. and you totally got it, but then it's like, okay, but I'm still yeah. this person that's confident, going for these mm. roles. Totally. That could and get into you. I don't know if you, how you guys feel about this, but I never think about my Asian-ness really until people bring it up to me like when I'm moving through the world Mm -hmm. I I forget and then someone will bring it up and so that was something I experienced not not in a microaggressive Uh way per se but just can you give an example like like when I was on set I would just be working I would not be thinking that about the fact I was Asian and then maybe someone would be like it's so cool to see an Asian woman uh you know, succeeding uh, in the industry. Uh-huh. And it's a nice sentiment. So it's, right. not, even, it's right. not even racist or mm-hmm. right. aggressive. But then I would suddenly be like, oh, right. Everyone sees me as the Asian girl on uh-huh. That's so instead interesting. Of, instead yeah. of yeah. Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. I feel sort of the opposite. I feel like I'm the Asian girl. Like in my head. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like I'm Asian. I'm, uh-huh. I, I think also because I'm thinking in Korean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I'm like, sometimes I snap out of it. Totally. I'm like, oh, like, like there will be something that happens mm-hmm. and only a Korean word like fits exactly what that mood is. I can't find an English word. Yes. But I'm like, oh, like in my mind, I'm like <laughs> this fucker. Right. Yeah. But in Korean, it's like so satisfying. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, white people. <laughs> That totally makes sense, though, because also your branding, and and it's really on the mind. And I think a lot of times when I'm in industry spaces, it's so overwhelmingly Mm -hmm. white. Uh And so then I almost forget, but then I remember once people bring it. But but you are half Asian, half white. Exactly. Right. It's so interesting that in the white space, Mm -hmm. your whiteness is overlooked. Yes. Mm -hmm. And and I know this is like a very... um, very like thing that's talked about in the mixed community, mixed yes. people community. But yeah, where do you feel more at home? Mm. Is that that's a thing? Question. That is a great question. I mean, I think I feel much more comfortable when there are people of color mm-hmm. around. Yeah. I yeah. think especially Asians, and I think half Asians. I mean, I feel comfortable around everyone, so it's not like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm yeah. stiff. Enough, but. I think I am less likely to run into those kind of comments around right, other right, Asians. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you'll that see, can be You'll come across that in the all white space, more predominantly white space. Yes. Mm-hmm. You don't feel yeah. like othered. No. Yeah. In a BIPOC space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there have been times where I think when I was young and I would be in primarily Asian and like a lot of my friend groups were Asian and I was the white girl of the uh, Asians. So sure. I and I think felt- that is very, yeah. And that's more a common, common when you're young totally. because kids are learning yeah. the world and society and yeah. and yeah, um, it's like they could see the difference. 
Yeah. And the similarity also. But there's like, yeah. And I definitely benefit too from being half white. Mm -hmm. So that there's some colorism there too Mm -hmm. where I have to be aware of like me being half white in the industry is not as hard as being full Asian. Uh Oh, yeah. So I have privilege. So that's Uh, something I'm also hyper aware uh of. It's like, okay, I have privilege in the sense that I mix. Uh And it's it's all relative. But I feel so much... um, gratitude for people in the entertainment industry who are of mixed heritage when they identify yeah. with yeah. the Asian part oh, and totally. you know and it's like oh it's for me it's really refreshing yeah. to see oh, I mean, because so it important. must be so easy to not do that yeah and just you know I think it would be especially if you're white passing right? exactly I think it would be impossible for me because I mean, luckily, I was raised really biculturally. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of these things, kind of like what you were saying with having a Korean word, there would be th- moments like that where I'm like, what's the word for that in English? Like, like there's yeah. so, so many intrinsically yeah. um, Asian things that I grew up with, and it's something I cannot separate from yeah. myself. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's something that feels almost like I didn't label it mm-hmm. as Asian. It mm-hmm. just is what it is. Yeah. yeah. And so then I, I started to label it once people were like, what are you eating? Or like, uh-huh. what is yeah. that? And then I'm like, oh, right. That's not, that's not an American. Every, yeah. You know, so then I think I started to become more aware of, oh, this is Asian mm-hmm. yeah. versus this is what my family does. This is w- what we grew up with. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. What was the most fun thing of being on that show? Like the funnest moment, oh the best God. moment. I mean, Every day we would be shooting. I mean, you've seen some of the the crazy sets. Yeah. That looked like a party set. It was a party. Yeah. It felt like summer camp. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I I imagine you were probably wiped out every day. Oh, my. Yes. We had some shoots. For episode four, we were in the desert, and it was a week of overnight shoots in the desert. And it got really cold in the desert. And I'm falling a lot because I'm Uh clumsy. And so we would get back, and it would be 6 a.m., and I would, after 12 hours of shooting, and I would just soak in the bath. Wow. And I would just be covered in bruises. Oh, and wow. just so exhausted. It was very it physical. Was so very oh, physical. yeah, the desert scenes were very physical. Very mm-hmm. physical. Yeah. yeah. So I think a lot of my um, background in dance and, oh, and gymnastics yeah. and martial arts actually really helped. It's funny because I never fight in the show. I'm always flailing. Uh-huh. But I weirdly think that helped with that physicality. Uh Yeah. Yeah. I can totally see that. Yeah. And comedic acting is what you wanted to get into, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I love all acting, but I eventually I would love to do just like a a plethora of different roles. Yeah. I love acting. Um, and, And I love drama, too. But I think I knew comedy was my foot in the door. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was what you're a set comedic me apart. being. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that that felt like my bread and butter. Yeah. So I knew that would probably be my entry. And I think comedy is necessary also for drama. So I yes, yes I absolutely. Think, yeah. it's, I think you see more actors that started out in comedy, like Jim Carrey. He started yeah. out in comedy, but like he could adjust more to drama. Yes. Whereas when someone is a dramatic actor, I think it's harder to go into comedy. Yeah, yeah. I like agree. comedy lends itself because at the core of comedy is tragedy. It is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you for saying and, that. And and you cannot. So a lot of comedians we start because we're trying to find a way to survive our pain, right? Yeah. And so that's where comedy comes from. And when you recognize that, then you know. 
I think it's 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 harder to see like dramatic actors trying to get into comedy, uh-huh. in my opinion. Right. Yeah. 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 Comedy is really earnest, mm-hmm. and I think that was very vulnerable. It's very too. vulnerable. Yeah. yeah, very vulnerable. And I think I've always been so down to use my whole body Mm -hmm. so physical comedy and and the height of my emotions and lean into like you were saying comedy is tragedy so really leaning into yeah and i think that that the character i played maya she's very she's so earnest Mm -hmm. and she feels her feelings so much and she can't hide them almost like a a baby learning how to express herself and that was something that I think that's why she could be comedic is because she's so earnest. Mm -hmm. She's so just, yes, it's funnier when you're, you know, just committing to the reality of it versus trying to be funny. Yeah. 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 And you, I think, I think have been successful because you, from what I know about you, even though we, we didn't like have long conversations or anything like that. I always sensed that you were the kind of person that just, threw yourself whole mm-hmm. into whatever you were doing, like auditioning or um, doing stand-up. You were like, I'm going to go for it. And I think that has gotten you so far. And mm. it's so nice to see good shit happen to good people. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate Like, that. it's not all villain stories in Hollywood, <laughs> no. y'all. We can, we can have, like, stars that are good people. <laughs> well, like, we were talking before we started recording, but going on along the lines of how you – kind of went all in full commitment can you talk a little bit about the the nudity and the kind of gratuitous scenes well I can't I guess I can't even really say gratuitous because there was a reason and there's context for all of it right yeah no I um was so down and we were talking about this before I was so down to do the nudity mm-hmm. and like I was saying <laughs> <laughs> this, this so is so down we're gonna, we're gonna take yeah. I was so down to do the nudity <laughs> Kimmy obliterated yeah. so note to other uh <laughs> casting directors yeah hire me yeah um no but I felt really comfortable I felt I've always had a very European approach to nudity uh-huh. so I've I've always been kind of blase about it. I'm like oh, it's a body yeah. who cares it's always changing I don't even look like that anymore so right. it, it almost feels and, and my mom told me my grandma always used to say my baba um, she would say you know if she had a little nip slip or mm-hmm. if something was showing she'd be like well them looking at it doesn't take away from it so oh she was very Hollywood that. about it yeah so I've I think that is something I've sort of always had in me is mm-hmm. a feeling of I am down to use my body. My body's just um, sort of this like flesh suit. And mm. if I can use it for comedy, if I can use it for dry, if I can it's use a tool. it, it's a tool yeah. for me. It's a tool for me to express myself. And um, it looks like what it looks like. That's what you're going to get. Yeah. So it's, you know, yeah. so I think there is something so liberating about that. Mm. Having come from a background of, you know, restricted eating and, and having to be feeling yeah. like I have to be skinny and perfect. And I think, and where did you get that feeling from? Like from the culture? Yeah. I think it was a mix of culture, society and, and things people were telling me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you mentioned something like they told you that you were a fat girl. Were you chubbier yeah. when you were little? I was, mm, I was a little, like a little bit chubby. I think you it's probably just I, had baby fat. Yeah. yeah like I, just had like, fat. I, I had baby fat. And I had baby fat in the cheeks. Yeah. And I hit puberty young. So I think I was filling out a little uh-huh. bit earlier and it wasn't yeah. like, you know, I'm not like voluptuous, but it, I was filling out and I think people didn't know what um, to do with that. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, Whoa. Oh. Yeah. yeah and when you did you have a watch party for your were you watching with your friends or <laughs> yes, watching with your family this. 
I've seen a few episodes with my family. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I watched it with the cast. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. What did you guys think? I mean, because it probably was very different at, with all the effects and CGI after. I oh, was, that's true. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I was blown away by the CGI. Yeah. And, and the post-production. Uh-huh. The wow. editing. I was like, wow. Um, there they were some very scenes. Real. Yeah. Like even the scorpions and. Those were CGI. They, they were really they, good. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my gosh, I could not. Yeah. yeah. The scorpion scene. Yeah. yeah. So I was really impressed. So that was all CGI. You, there were no scorpions. Well, we had a few. So I was never in with the scorpions. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. there were, they got shots of two scorpions, just uh, close-ups, okay. and then filled in oh, okay. a bunch. So, and you had some in your hair. Yeah, that I was, was like, fake. Ah, oh. Okay. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I would never. I remember know. how scared I got when I saw the scratches on the toilet? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Anyways, what would you tell, like, your younger self mm. in, to wrap up this episode? Words of wisdom, now that you are a breakout star in Hollywood. Yes. Um, I think I would tell her that she is beautiful. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We don't yeah. get told that enough. Oh, no. Why? <laughs> Why? Yeah, beautiful inside that. and out. Yeah. Yeah. Inside and out. Yeah. yeah. Well, you really are, though. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> so, everyone, please check out Kimmy Rutledge in Obliterated. You can find it on Netflix. I've been enjoying it on my afternoons when the kids are at school (laughs) good yeah you got through the hard part the oh yeah if you know you know yeah you know (laughs) okay well thanks for joining us thank you so much much, kimmy and And when you get big don't forget about your unnies yes you're always welcome here (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is the new thing with your half your head Although my head doesn't match, it's too big. Or your cheek. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do it with us, Kimmy. Ungdapara Yoshin. Woo! Thank you. We did it.